we're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city and peace to the planet. Man, y'all stuck with us all year long, man. And we want to say thank you to our fellow friends, fans, supporters, listeners, nationally, internationally, wherever you may have listened to Black Men Vent 2 in 2023, we thank you, man. Last episode of the year. Let's rock out. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebook. <laughs> Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And I ditto that statement for my son, man. 2023 has been like a roller coaster, man. But we ended on a high note, man. You know how it is when you go to the amusement park, man, and you go up there, man, and they got a new ride, different ride from what you had on the last time that you was there. Hey, man, that's what we like right now, Black Men Venture. This is a different ride, man. It's a different thing we doing, man. But, you know, God gave us this vision. So we're trying to keep that thing going, man. And we thank everybody, man, who supported this podcast. In whatever way you did, man, we want to say God bless you, your family, man. We hope that everything is prosperous for you in 2024. 2024. But let me say this on another note. Hey, man, it was a rough day out there, man. That weather, that weather was cold. That wind was kicking, man. And I tell you what, if you don't have, again, we say it all the time. I'm trying to be trying to help people. If y'all don't have them long john, get you some, dog, because it's time. That's what kind of weather it was outside. But on the inside, hey, man, you could sit back with your coffee, your hot tea, whatever, and you could have been listening to Black Men Vent 2 and catching up, man, doing some recaps, man, so that when you go into 2024, it's going to be a different thing. So we appreciate you all. We love you all, man. God bless. Peace. Man, nothing else needed, man. The Black Men Vent 2 Ratchet Weather Report by Leon Davis Jr., man. Let's get into this episode, guys. Again, this is the final episode of the year. Super excited, man, to bring a good friend of ours on the show. Uh, we share the last name. So some kind of way, we must be related. Third cousin, fifth cousin, seventh cousin. But super excited to bring our good friend Dominique Davis as the final guest on Black Men Vent 2, guys. Man. Yeah. Going into the new year, man, please, please stay locked in with Black Men Vent 2, guys. We plan to do a lot, not only with the podcast, but with the brand. With the brand and the nonprofit that we do have. We plan to do a lot. Stay locked in with us, man. But right now, final episode, man. Lock in. Stay tapped in. Boom, bing, pow. Y'all know how we rock. Let's get into it, man. Right after this quick, quick break, our last episode of 2023 from Black Men Vent 2. Nashville, have you heard of Black Men Vent today? Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. We live, we live, we live, we are live. Good morning. Good morning, Nashville, man. What's up, what's up, guys? Peace to the city, peace to the planet. Y'all know our lingo, y'all know our spiel, man. The number one podcast on, in man. 2023. Pops, this is the last podcast of the yeah. year. Hey, man, this, this, that's amazing because yeah. it's been a it's been a up and down year. I'm pretty sure it's been like that for everybody. But at the end of the day, we started out this year and we ended up this year doing what we do. 
black man vent too. Come on, man. Come <laughs> on, man. Went through the whole year, man. Yeah. Didn't miss a beat. Every week you Every get week. some type of content from us, man. And we have a lot planned going into the new year. Yeah. So stay locked in. But on today, the final podcast of 2023, man. I'm super excited to bring today's guest on to the show. Yeah, one of our long lost cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere down the line through the through the you know the slave slave ship stuff, all that all that good stuff. Some kind of way yeah we ran into this brother. So we are excited man. I'm excited. He is a good friend of mine. We met in our respective work areas and I'm just excited to present to some introducing to others my good friend Mr. Dominique Davis, our fourth, fifth, sixth cousin. Yeah, Big dog. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Good evening, good evening. I'm happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? I always happy to be welcoming a part of a, a good thing that's going. So yeah. mm-hmm. I believe in the show and this message. And, yes. And hoping I, I can contribute to it. Uh, with my presence being here today. Oh, uh, you already contributed, yeah. man. You got the hat on. You yeah, contributed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you already contributed. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> my boy came in with the black man bit too. Yes, sir. Yeah, make sure y'all shop with us, man. And yeah, continue to please do. Merch out in the yeah, city, don't man. forget us, sure man. Make y'all tap in with us. But let's get into today's conversation, man. Uh, Dominique, man, for those that may not know you in Nashville, uh, talk about your upbringing, man. Where are you from? Do you have roots in Nashville? Talk about moms, pops, you guys' relationship, where you went to school. Let's get into that candid conversation. Yes, sir. Well, you know, born and raised in Nashville. Uh, you know, all uh, born on the east side, Shelby area. Out east. Out east. Out east. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> spent the first three years of my life out there. You know, low income housing, typical. And uh, for a lot of black folks in America, you know, mm-hmm. sadly, mm-hmm. but we we have per- persevered. Yes, my mom uh, starting out married to my dad, but mm-hmm. things didn't always obviously didn't work out to mm-hmm. where we are now today. Mm-hmm. Raised uh, four children, me I'm the third of four, so mm-hmm. uh, I feel like we've gotten far coming from you know low income in the east side, moving to the north side, and mm-hmm. now we're back on the east side off of Turner Lane. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, went bounced around high schools throughout the years of my life. Went to Warner Elementary, Lachlan Middle, mm-hmm. then transitioned to Bellevue Middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, graduated from Hillwood High in 07. So, uh, you know, my main goal growing up was to, at the very least, get that diploma yeah. for my mom's, you know, for yes. struggle with raising four knucklehead kids. You know, mm-hmm. we all have our strengths and weaknesses, but yeah. that was my main goal. Uh, then as soon as I got out of high school, you know what I'm saying, I entered the workforce. You know, mm-hmm. my mom gave me an ultimatum. She said, hey, I'm going to give you these next two months to collect yourself, mm-hmm. rest it up. Now you got to f- find a focus. Yeah. School work. And uh, I've always had a uh, working mentality. So, mm-hmm. and I, I just didn't, as a young man come out of high school, I didn't really have a, a goal in mind mm-hmm. for uh, higher education. So mm-hmm. I chose to jump into the workforce mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. help uh, provide, you know, for myself, but also assist in the household. So mm-hmm. uh, I've been working since 20, uh, 2007, 16 straight years. Same, I've uh, been working at, the, at a major hotel, uh, you know, chain. Uh, started out in the banquet service area and now I've progressed to a security supervisor. So I've come a ways and it's just my personality is wise. I like to consume uh, experiences and the knowledge and stuff like that to mm-hmm. help build myself because mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 in my adult life, I rationalize as something that I've uh, done as a coping mechanism because mm-hmm. a majority of my young life, I didn't have that father figure that was consistent or healthy. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I use, you know, cultivating experiences and knowledge and things like that to help build myself up to where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, I, I, f- I feel like I've gotten to a good place right now in my life where I'm working, but I'm not working to live. I'm working to enjoy myself and yeah. provide for myself. My mom's, you know, me and my mom's, we stayed together, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so me and her help keep each other up. She's get up in age and health issues are getting there, but mm. we never stop. Uh, you know, whenever she needs something, I let her know. Hey, I'm here for you. That's right. And vice versa. So we, we got a nice little little uh, healthy relationship going. Mm-hmm. That's persisted. My older sister still there, helps out. My younger sister can be a pain in the butt. You know, <laughs> my older brother, he's you know he's around. So yeah, uh, we all are there in some capacity. So. It's just, just you know, every day I try to take it one day at a time. I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I don't. I just me personally, I don't like to think too far in ahead because I can kind of get lost. Mm-hmm. So I just right. take it one day at a time and work with what I got mm-hmm. and uh, adjust accordingly. So, mm-hmm. and that's how I've gone about my adult life up until this point. And uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's just just trying to make it. You know, as a black man in America, mm-hmm. we have our trials and tribulations. Yes, so, sir. You know. I take what I'm given and then try to uh, grow that and progress that and do yeah. what I can with the resources I have. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a close-knit family, man. Was yeah. it always, was it close growing up or did y'all do a lot of bickering, fighting oh, and man, stuff? That's always been bickering. Yeah. It's still bickering and fighting to this yeah. day. I mean, right. You know, Thanksgiving is always an event in itself. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. You know, we, we've always been, a, for the most part, a close family. I, you know, I got family members that uh, I don't necessarily agree with how they live their lives, but yeah. we're still family. And still, I'm still family. For That's them, so. right. Love your family. We, we had an aunt, my aunt, many years. She's passed. Uh, she was the big mom of the And then when she passed, my mom became the big mom. But, mm-hmm. uh, but we, we try to keep it as close as we possibly can. Right. Um, you know, everybody's lives going in different directions. And yes, stuff sir. Like that. So we, she's done a good job. And, like I said, I've, we've been there to support her, make sure she can keep progressing further, mm-hmm. despite you know all the trials and tribulations, mm-hmm. and you know just being, you know, age, health, yeah, 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 just life stuff, man. Life be life, and mm-hmm. you get older, that stuff just gonna happen, man. You hate it, but that's just a part of the journey, man. Once you get certain ages, you start create you know ailments start happening, man. You know, and y'all don't know them about that, but we can wake up, man, and be hurt. And don't know why we hurting, you know what I'm saying? I, sadly, <laughs> I, in my 34 years of life, I've had those experiences. Yeah, sadly, man. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people, uh, and I'm not gonna say a lot of people. Uh, you know, you got a lot, quite a few people who don't necessarily understand being on your feet for mm-hmm. eight, nine, twelve yeah. hours. Come on, man, on concrete floors and stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I, and I, I've always been a proponent of never pushing down on our younger generation because we have hard work as our younger generation. Mm-hmm. But there are some people in different generations where they don't have that hard working experience. Yes. And so when they do get into their adult life or a career life, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a mindset too, if you persevere and you keep pushing forward, you don't have to stay in the struggle. You mm-hmm. can progress through the struggle. Yeah, man. Everyone has to struggle at some point. It's it going to happen. The, that's what builds those calluses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Literal and metaphorical. And yeah. It helps make you a stronger person through it. Yeah. Uh, my mom has worked all my life. Mm-hmm. She ain't never stopped unless her body failed. And even then, she didn't stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I take that to heart when I go yeah. and do my work and uh, try to make my bread. Mm-hmm. 
if you my mindset is when I'm doing things, not just in work and in life, if you don't do it, do it. Do it. Saying, yeah, right? do it. Don't yeah. just if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Because mm-hmm. you only wasting your time and somebody else's time. So True. you know, mm-hmm. I've I've used that mindset throughout my, all my life as far as work and, and interactions with people, relationships mm-hmm. and, and you know, that that mindset has taken me forward and it's brought me back a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Whether it be in past relationships where I realized in myself that I wasn't I wasn't in it. So mm-hmm. I had to had mm-hmm. to come to terms with that and let that other person know that like, hey, this is not healthy for me, this is not yeah. healthy for you, I'm not in it. Yeah. And not letting it progress to where it becomes negative and right. toxic. So, you know, me and that person we're in a good place now and I feel like, you know, if a lot of people adopted it in some form or fashion, they'll find that seamless enjoyment in whether they're doing work or whether they're doing an activity or, or sport or just, you know, a podcast. Or yeah, like true that. You, ne- you never want to be doing something and not enjoying doing it. That's right? true, man. So, that's so true. Because right. when it becomes a chore, then it becomes a bore. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. To reach back, man, um, to what you were talking about earlier, man, with your family, can you answer this question, man? How important is it for the black man to have the family demographic stay together? You know, because it's a lot of families nowadays man well you know um we're in the holiday season right you know so it's a lot of families that are not meeting up together at the christmas table not mm-hmm. a lot of families that met for thanksgiving how important is it even at your age you know to keep the family demographic together keep it close keep it close knit how important is it to you it's very important you know and uh, i look look around my community and i see a lot of it where uh, you know, we come together as family. That's it's healthy. It's great. We can mm-hmm. check in and see how we're doing. But I also feel like we shouldn't wait to, you know, the Thanksgivings and the Christmas to that's true. keep track of each other. I, you know, I've I've made some failures in my life as far as keeping track of certain family members until it got time to the holiday seasons and vice versa. And I feel like we should. Me personally, that's something that I've attempted to get better at mm-hmm. keeping track of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are not always around my vicinity. Right. Make sure they'll keep my mom's very good about that. She's mm-hmm. always communicating with people mm-hmm. like for family, whether they be in Tennessee, Texas, Mississippi, stuff mm-hmm. like that. She's always keeping communication. I have a, a great uh cousin in Texas mm-hmm. calls every Sunday. Mm-hmm. My mom calls every yeah. Sunday. There you she, go. She's Dallas from Cowboys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, What's going on? How them cowboys doing? Yeah. You, know, I, <laughs> you know, that's that's and I, she uses that as the as the, the lead in icebreaker. Yeah. yeah. The icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. Every Sunday without feel what are them boys are playing tonight. Yeah. She called my my great cousin and asked her how's everything going? Yeah. How's such such doing that's like good. That. And like I, it's certain things that I've, I'm trying to pick up and do better at because um a lot of a lot of my media family that's within the Nashville area, we don't keep track of each other nearly as much as we could. Mm-hmm. And then you know we see them for the holidays and like, well, what's good, cause well, yeah. you know, cause I'm or right across the way, and you know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here. Yeah, we ain't gone nowhere. So, right, exactly. Right? It's, it's very important. Uh, it's for, especially for the black dynamic because you look at other uh, racial cultures around the, the country of America and how they stick so close together mm-hmm. how they persevere together and i feel like mm-hmm. and this is just my opinion i feel like a lot of a black community uh, as far as family mm-hmm. the family doesn't stick nearly as close to me- as get together as they could mm-hmm. you know? yeah, and, and yeah. i think that uh you know that could be you know a little bit more beneficial mm-hmm. you know we, we we always talk about uh, rising up as a culture as a, as a community but uh 
you know we still have our shortcomings yeah and, you know I'm, I'm like i said i'm guilty of it yes it's something that i've been trying to do better at yeah yes. that's to get more involved family you know when they let them know hey you give me assistance i'm here for you yeah you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. don't don't mm-hmm. wait till it gets so bad and where it's you know so it becomes such a struggle just let me know and like i said i i've had issues with letting people know when i'm struggling yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, we'll probably get into it a little bit later, but mm-hmm. yeah, fam, family is very important. I value it. You know, I get tired of them, but if I didn't have them, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah, you know, so. man, that is Absolutely. so true. So, yeah. what, what do you think? You know, just from your opinion, I like what you said because that's what we base ourselves on. We're an opinionated based podcast. <laughs> we don't proclaim to be professional at anything, but we do proclaim to know a little bit about a lot. So that's that's our that's our default. But at the end of the day, man, what do you think is some of the causes, the reason we can't get our black families to stay closer together, like other cults? Because I know what you're talking about. I, I'm talking. I've watched them too. I watch how the 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 Mexican community has come into America and they're just doing their thing, but they they stick together. I watch how the Iranians and you know I watch. I used to live next door next door to some of them, man. And I watched a bunch of them be in the crib for a minute. Then they, after they've been there for a while, they dispersed because they don't got it together. You know what I'm saying? And I watched, you know, the other cultures too have excelled, man. And I watched some, and, and not disrespecting our culture, because we got black families that are close too. But we just see more of it because we're black. You know what I'm saying? So what causes that, man? Yo, 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 Nashville, what's up, what's up, guys? Peace to the city and peace to the planet. We hope you are enjoying the last episode of Black Men Vent 2, guys. Every week in 2023, we dropped heat in 2023, and we hope you guys have enjoyed this year's content. If you follow our platform regularly, then you know right about now we get into what is called the BMVT advertisement break, guys. Who is supporting our podcast? And in return, we want to support them. Today, Nashville, we do not have a advertisement. So what we want to do is continue to remind all of our listeners. We have listeners in Tennessee. We have listeners in Georgia. We have listeners in Kentucky. We have listeners all over the world, guys. If you're listening to this and you have an auntie, a cousin, a nephew, your son, your daughter, they have a small business and they are trying to get their small business out. Guys, let us know. We want to help going into the new year. All year for 2024, our advertisements will be $15 Nashville, $15. I cannot think of any radio platform that is gonna allow you to shine light on your small business for $15, guys. Make sure that you tap in with the Black Men Venture Podcast next year. Tell a friend to tell a friend that we want to help your small business be heard not only nationally, but internationally. Guys, tap in, man. Don't wait until we get big. Don't wait until we get big. Tap in with us now. And as we grow, you grow. That's all we got, guys, for the BMVT advertisement break. Again, man, tell a friend to tell a friend. 
and we surely are going to make sure that we put your small business on our platform and showcase it to all of our fellow fans, audience, and supporters. We thank you for tuning in to this quick, quick advertisement break. Let's get back into today's episode. I think it starts from uh, just the fact that it's a generational thing, first mm-hmm. of all. It's a generational thing, and it's from taking a mental, physical, financial, and spiritual beating from the machine that is America. Mm-hmm. I we've, like that. We've, mm-hmm. If you really think about it, you don't see that you, in, the cult, in the history of America. Yes, we've had a, a healthy a Hispanic his, a history in America. Yes, we've had a healthy... Asian history in America. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've had a healthy Middle Eastern and European history in America, mm-hmm. but at its foundation, America was built by black folks. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, call it call a spade a spade. So, That's what it is. So call a spade a spade. When you have us being entrenched in America so foundationally and how we've been there from the beginning, but we've also suffer those hardships from the beginning is progressed to this point now we've gone a long way we've come yeah. a long way oh yeah yeah we've yeah. come a long way yeah, you know, yeah. My, our forefathers and generations past have done a lot of work you yourself and, mm-hmm. and the church community as well has done yes. stuff that's get us to the point we are now but that hurt is still there let me ask you this do you think it's intentional yes from no. the powers that be yes and no Mm-hmm. We can only blame them for so long. Mm-hmm. But they, this is my thing. But they put enough out there. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, so I, that I'm we, not, yeah. it's almost like you give me enough rope, I hang right, myself. Right, right. And that's basically they, what we do a lot of times. The powers that be definitely put. They put it out there, and sadly, for a lot of our people, we take that bait. Yes. Take that hey, and I'm I'm sitting here saying it because I've lived through it. Right. But I was the same way. Yeah. I took a few baits. Right. Had to throw them back. You know what I'm saying? And I think. We got a we got a lot of community leaders that that you know help advise and, and try to do the best they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's still systems in place that continue to make it difficult for a lot of people to avoid taking yes. the right? Yes, and, and progressing further. You know, what I'm saying you know that stereotype where they say you can't be successful as a black person mm-hmm. unless you're entertainer or mm-hmm. an athlete mm-hmm. those those structures mm-hmm. are still Ball or Mike. you yeah. know those structures are still in place yes we're benefiting from them and mm-hmm. we're, we're getting something out of it but we're still working within the confines of those structures mm-hmm. um, you look at stuff like Tulsa you know what I'm saying how we built mm-hmm. the community come built, on man built our own yes lord and then they tore it down yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think, I think maybe subconsciously as a people we've gotten so used to being torn down that Instead of keep pushing and building something up more, mm-hmm. it's just easy to just say, "Hey, I'm yeah. gonna get mine." Yeah, you you get your the way you get it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I from, so what I'm hearing from you just from that statement alone is we have to do better at helping each other. Yes. Yeah, we gotta do better at that. And you know, we three at this table, Miss Charlene, our audience always our audience get, but we just gotta figure out ways, man, that we can do better at embracing one another. And the sad part about when I try to embrace you though, don't take advantage of right. it. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't don't, don't do me like that. Because see then that turns me away and then that's what keeps me distant. But you that, know what I'm saying? That comes back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. That's, that's 
mm-hmm. black folks trying to play the game as the powers that be. Because mm-hmm. that's their that's their play. That's how they do it, yeah. Take advantage of the next person, get what yes. I got. And when you don't have your own playbook or you don't have your own route to success mm-hmm. as a culture, other than what they've provided for you, then what else do you know to do? Mm-hmm. Which is sad. Which is yeah. like I said, I'm not fully blaming people, but right. it's there. And, and that's how we've gotten to a point where, like I said, we we have some monoclonal of success, mm-hmm. but it's not nearly enough to change that 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 dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And that perception that we you know we have it on a daily basis. And this is another thing too, and I don't want to use the analogy. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. say it, but mm-hmm. a lot of time when we see people get outside that norm. Right. Then we try to bring them back into the norm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, if they if they excel and let them excel, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But like you said, that's that that's our way out. Mm. We see the way out outside of the mic and the ball. You know what I'm saying? Because we, you know, we got black people that done so much, right. created so much, mm. done oh. so many things. You know last, what I'm saying? But year, you got to do some history course, checks to find it I, out. You I've know what I'm saying? A lot of consuming this year specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, of black history and realizing how much, how much mm-hmm. black folks in America have provided mm-hmm. the comforts and mm-hmm. the tools that we use without even realizing. Them. Yes. And I'm like, yes. A black man, a black woman started this, created this, and it's it's a lot of a lot of our people don't know that. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, for as far as like education, that's by design. Mm-hmm. As far as the public education that we were provided, yes, they don't want. Oh. Not just not just our people. They don't want people to realize that a lot of the, the things, truth. A lot of the things we take for granted. A lot of the tools that we use. A lot of the mm-hmm. systems that are in place mm-hmm. started from black people. Oh mm-hmm. man, yes, mm-hmm. yes, and yes. When I realized it, I'm like, Phew. Mm-hmm. a part of me, another part of me opened. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's another. See how creative we are, man. How many, just, how many gifts we do have. Not just in creative, intuitive, because we always knew that we were creative and right. intuitive. Mm-hmm. Look at, like I said, just look at what we brought to music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, modern day music. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Where it finally started from, it's just realizing that there was another avenue for the system it be to deter us from finding true greatness. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, man. And even to the point of what you're talking about right now. Well, you're digging into our history. That's really what brought me to Nashville. Is I can't. I want to be a part of HBCU. I want to know more about Black history. I went to a predominantly white high school, so I want to know more about who I am as a as a person in in black skin. You right. know what I'm saying? I want to know more about that. And once I found it out, it, it just gives you a different sense of um, accountability for right. us, man. But you know what I'm saying? Because we are a great group of people, man, but we have to know that and we have to understand it. And until you yeah. until you do some research mm-hmm. and start finding out some of this stuff they've hidden from us in public school systems. See, I'm even mad at the public school system mm-hmm. for some of them lies they taught me about some of these presidents. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. and, and, and some of these folks that supposed to discover America and all this type of thing. When you start finding out the real truth, you're like, man, here they go again, yeah. pulling the wool over our yeah. eyes, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's by design. By design, man. Yes. It's by design. It is not accidental. It has been in place for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. And now I feel like a lot of people, you know, I'm going to give them credit. A lot of people are starting to realize it. You know, sadly, it's it's coming at a later time Mm -hmm. where we don't have nearly as much solidarity as as a people. True. to enact on. True. Yeah, that's so yeah. true. So yeah. that's so you know, true. We're, we're at yeah. a point now where they've kind of 
like I said, like I said at the beginning, they kind of broken us down as a people. Like I said, we still, we still got our successes and our uh, 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 stories and stuff like that, and where we progress. But we have n- the progression, in my opinion, from reading what I do know of our culture, has slowed, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. it's kind of not where it could be. Mm-hmm. It do seem like in some areas we stagnant now, right. but like we used to be excelling in a lot of areas. But one thing I do know about us though, man, we always come out on the top somewhere. It's almost like the whack-a-mole, like they push us down over here, yeah. but we come up over right. here, you yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's the way we just keep excelling, man, even though they push us down. Yeah. Cause I look at stuff like, you know, just like gym, just say sports, gymnastic, golf, you know, mm-hmm. some of these other sports, man, that we were never invited to. But once we get in them, then we start taking over. You know what I'm saying? Even the hockey thing. Oh, yeah. They, they, don't, even, they don't like us in hockey, but some of the coldest players right now are brothers, man, yeah. in hockey. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. This is stuff that's already always been there. Mm-hmm. When you ever see the, the media, sports media, stuff like that, talk about these individuals that are coming up prominently in sports that are of color, they're like, oh, where did they come from? Yeah. <laughs> right. They've been there. Yeah, you've been there. Right. Right. Seen them, you know? right. Like, Right, don't, man. Don't act kind of funny now that you see it. Yeah, like yeah. It, it will just, it just suddenly happen. Even take the sports industry, baseball. They had the Negro League. Some of the coldest players back in them days were the Negroes. In the, and, and even and you had some players that were cross. I remember I read this story about Babe Ruth uh, talking about Josh Gibson and talking about Satchel Paige and all them dudes, man. And even even him mentioning them dudes let you know that he knew. Right. That's the competition. Oh, yeah. Y'all just got this stuff on him, but these dudes, these the real dudes right here. He knew that he was so at one point the greatest home run hitter ever lived. But he knew where the real hitters was at. You know what I'm saying? So the real players know what what real stuff is being done. But you can't be mad at him because he took advantage of what was given, right. put in his hand. He right. took advantage of it. And I think I think in specifically in sports, you know, we a lot of major American sports are predominantly people of color black mm-hmm. um but it takes a bit of you know our folks but a bit of the, the other folks to know the to, to uplift the the black uh people of color pay of players to let them know like hey we they are just as good as us obviously mm-hmm. we know this mm-hmm. we just you know there's there's a mutual if mutually mm-hmm. there has to be an uplifting for us to to get past that 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 preconceived notion of like mm-hmm. oh wait, you know, yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah right so I feel like I feel like obviously during his time like this up he gave with Babe Ruth, he was in a period of America where um I'm sure he would I'm not I don't know the man personally, obviously. Mm-hmm. But maybe, you know, as a professional he probably would say, you know, maybe we should let how integrate the leagues mm-hmm. that would, you know, mm-hmm. uh what's the term? Uh steel, hard steel or something like that, something like that. Iron Iron Sharp Iron I feel like, you know, Sports, specifically American sports, as it is now, has gotten to a level where you know it's of enjoyment and, and popularity because we, because obviously the integration and players and, and uh, athletes have been able to compete against each other and, mm-hmm. and at that level of competition. And yeah, so, yeah. Um, we just got to keep going with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. So mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Got my guy, man. Yeah, third, fourth, yeah, fifth, Hey, Cuz, Cuz, got some good opinions. Yeah, man. <laughs> the Opinionated Base Podcast. Yeah. That is Black Man Ben Two Man. We want to thank Dom for joining us. Y'all know how we rock, man. Second half of the episode, man. We're gonna get into Dom and his story, how he's overcame and overcoming his mental health struggle, man. Right after this quick, quick commercial break, we're gonna dive right into it. This is the Black Man Ben Two Podcast. Yes, sir.
What's up, Nashville? What's up, guys? Peace to the city and peace to the planet. Hope you guys are enjoying today's episode thus far. If you follow our platform, if you've been following our platform all year long, then you know right about now we get into what is called the BMVT commercial break moment, guys. During this time in between episodes, we like to provide our audience with something involving black men, something involving mental health, or just something that can enlighten your day in any type of way with our commercial break. And today, our commercial break is brought to you by Father Noir. Father Noir is a visual memoir celebrating black fatherhood created by black love founder and father of three boys, Tommy Oliver. Mr. Oliver has captured portraits of celebrities Michael Ely, Lance Gross, Kariga Bailey, and Robbie Jones, as well as Keith Powers and Marcus Scribner, as they have been photographed with their dads and have videos discussing how fatherhood has impacted and changed their lives. Take some time, guys, to listen to these black men as they discuss and vent about what fatherhood has meant to them. You can click within our episode description to find the full video in today's commercial. Let's check it out. I'd say my favorite thing about fatherhood that was unexpected is just just how much I learn from my children. They teach you so many things. They really do. Not just about yourself, but about who they are. It is a full-time commitment. It is my first job. There's, it, nothing else supersedes this. You have to be willing to commit to it um, fully. Even if you and your partner split up, you still have to be a good dad <laughs> because they didn't ask to be here. You brought them into the world. What does it mean to be a black father? I'll compare it to acting. It's the greatest role of my life. As an actor, you want to be prepared. You do everything to push your craft forward. And it's the same with fatherhood. I read books, I take advice, I have mentors, I look to my elders who have been tried and true and, and not rookies to this. So I'm always learning. Being a black father is the narrative of black fathers not being around for their kids. I wanted to make sure when I had kids that I was there for them. It got me to a point when I had to be serious about things and think about what I want to do in life to provide for my kids. I want to make sure that I was there if they need any advice from me. And if they don't, I'm definitely going to give them some advice regardless if I see something that's out of line. My favorite thing about having kids is just picking up your day. You know, you have a bad day, you have a good day, you know, you see their smile. We tell them all the time, you can be whatever you want to be when you grow up. You can achieve whatever you want to achieve. And I think that's the most important thing is to instill that confidence in them and that actual belief. I think having a great father in your life is, is uh, something that's unmatched, and it's so important. 
uh, especially with uh, young kids, to be there every day, to be the person that they can count on. As a kid, I always told Keith, don't be a follower, be a leader. And as he grew up and he got into the industry, he made his own path. It's one thing that I always think about that he taught me. I used to say, Keith, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? And he said, Dad, my heart is not in it. And I had to respect that. It is so beautiful. The best part about being a father so far is the way toddlers, they require you to be present. And even if you like doing a great job of being a present parent and you're active with them, somehow the time still goes by so quickly. So yeah, Kamali is teaching me new dimensions of being present. When her mother and I are talking about love, we're not just talking about a romantic feeling. When her mother and I are talking about love, we're talking about a practice, a choice, and ultimately the most liberating thing you can sign up to do is to love. I think I am a really good dad, I do. I think I'm a dad who cares, I'm a dad who loves hard. I don't know, you probably have to ask my kids. I think I'm a good dad. My goal is to be an outstanding father, not just a good father. I am a good dad. I'm the best. I don't know if they would say that, but I feel like I did, I did the best I could. I'm striving to be the best father that I can. I just want to make my children happy, my family happy, my wife happy. <laughs> All right, I'm tired. Lab, lab, man. Mm -hmm. We're back. We're back. back. You guys part two, part two. Break. Part two of the Black Men Bit 2 podcast, man. We here. Only Black Father and Son podcast yeah, in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, man. Why you ain't listening to us yet? Yeah, man. Pass it, pass it forward. Pass it forward. As I always say, man, if you're just not joining this episode, something's wrong with you, man. We got my guy, third, fourth, fifth cousin, yeah, man. Dominique Davis, that is with us on today's podcast. Y'all know <laughs> how we finna get into this second half, man. Yeah. We gotta talk talk to Dom, get his story out, and have him to know that his story and him telling his story is gonna help another black man be able to tell this. With that being said, man, trademark question that we ask every guest, bro. Uh, what would you like to vent about today on black men? It's a, it's, a, it's a good question. Loaded. It's a loaded question. <laughs> it's one of those things where you, where do I, which one do I When I start, yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, seeing you gentlemen, uh, brothers, run this this podcast mm -hmm. together, father and son, I guess my, my biggest, and if my topic would be about, you know, fatherhood and being a, and a lack thereof. Right. In my case, mm -hmm. uh, you know, mm -hmm. like I said, I grew up, you know, first three years of my life, I had a father. My mm -hmm. mom and dad were married, and obviously there were some issues in the marriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Issues got to a little too big. Mm -hmm. Ended up, um, they ended up splitting. Uh, as I grew up, um, you know, I, you know, as a young man, you don't know. Mm -hmm. You don't really mm -hmm. know what, what's going on, what's going on. Mm -hmm. You just know, hey. Mom and dad split me. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, growing up, I learned quickly in my young age about the negativity of fatherhood. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily me being a father, but me experiencing that relationship or lack thereof mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and what went into it. Mm -hmm. And 
it really has affected me mm-hmm. uh, leading to my adulthood and how I interact with other men right. and mm-hmm. how I had grew to have a tendency to try to latch on to father figures right. growing up mm-hmm. to try to fill that void yeah. to fill that hole and, and it, you know, it, it, it took me good 28 years of my life to realize that uh, my mom was my father mm. and all that time subconsciously searching for somebody to fill the hole I already had it there at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, you know when I was young we had a uh, many years where my father would just be gone and then he'll pop back up like hey son i'm like well dad you know how's it going well, you know in my mind i'm like well here it is yeah. he's back again mm-hmm. what's the what's the deal what's the excuse this time mm-hmm. I, I didn't really delve too deep into it because as a young man i was still trying to uh, mold myself and who i would be uh trying to do school trying to make mom proud so when I became an adult, I understood, I learned uh, what the situation was. My pop, you know, you hear the Temptation song, Papa was a rolling stone. My, mm-hmm. my dad was a rolling stone. <laughs> I, I, I told you earlier in the podcast, I had three other siblings. Mm-hmm. I didn't clarify, I had three other siblings by my mother. Uh, my father, on the other hand, he had, it's hard to count. I had an older brother, passed away about six years ago mm-hmm. on my, from my dad's side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it took for my older brother to pass away for me to learn that I had an older sister and an older brother that I never met. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, approached wow. The, I approached my father and I asked him, hey, you know, who are these people on you know, doing the, on the obituary that mm-hmm. I've never seen these names, never heard talk about it. And this response was, I know it's a long time ago, don't worry about it. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it kind of affected me. I'm like, well, sheesh, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, at that time, we had just reconnected because, like I said, it was it was our, my, our father-son dynamic was mostly built on you know he'd show up every couple of years and be there per se, and mm-hmm. then he'd be gone. Again. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was during that one of those periods where he was here. Right. I, as a young man, I was trying to put what my uh, my young adult aggressions that I had towards him for not being there for me and my mom. Mm-hmm. I tried to put that aside and try to build that relationship again, try to have that wow. uh, uh, that father-son relationship again. Yeah. And sadly, it didn't really come to pass and I haven't spoken or seen my father maybe five years now. Wow. And, and I had to come to that realization that I'm good as an adult because my mom was there and that she did everything that he could. She was the support that I needed. She was the push that I needed, but not just her, other people in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, took me a while to get there. It did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it took me up, took a lot for me to make that realization. Because I, despite the faults, I've always wished that we had that. I always wished to be able to go to a game to with my dad. Or, mm-hmm. You know, have the potential to start a podcast with my father. But, yeah, man. Uh, he just didn't have it in him. Yeah. And I'm, I see a lot of that. And not just in, in the black community, but just in in modern day uh, life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, parents just not having it in them. Yeah, man. And I think yeah. we have to get better at realizing, you know, if you're not, if you not yourself was not ready to bring a child in this world, you know, and be, a, be that parent, 
you probably shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm not ready. I feel like I've come to that conclusion in my life that I'm not really interested in having children, mm -hmm. and that's just a personal decision. Not mm -hmm. to say that I'm not ready for it, mm -hmm. but I know that uh, I struggle to live my life. Mm -hmm. I'm, I may be at a good point where I can enjoy my life, but mm -hmm. the struggle is still there. Yeah, and. I don't want to bring that struggle to another life mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. I'm not ready to sustain myself. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been it's been something, you know, just pondering on that, mm -hmm. you know, seeing, you know, I I caught I have to kiss myself because about I find myself becoming envious mm -hmm. when I see gentlemen mm -hmm. like yourself, when right. I see other people have that healthy parent life, have right. a healthy uh, connection with their fathers, and, right. I have to remind myself, like, you know, I'm still good. They have something, but yeah, it's not the only thing. Yeah, know? man, you are good, man. Yeah. I, I'm sitting here listening to how you articulate yourself, man, and how you do self uh, self checks and, and things of that nature, man. Somewhere along the line, you picked up a lot of good stuff. You know what I'm saying? You picked up some stuff to help sustain you, man, and help you get to this point where you are right now. So and I, I was going to ask you this the first half, but now I'm going to ask you on this half. So growing up without a father, man, what did that look like for a young man to watch his mother have to do all those things? You know what I'm saying? Have to carry that load like that. What What did that look like? It hurt. Like it hurt. I didn't, I never, I've never expressed it mm -hmm. explicitly. And mm -hmm. we've had talk no more. We, mm -hmm. we can have our talk. We have that confidence and that that uh, connection you know, where you can have those talks. Where yes. We're speaking not just with mother, as mother and son, but yes. as, on a certain level as peers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I've never explicitly had that conversation with her, but it hurt. Mm -hmm. It still hurts because she's not necessarily supporting anybody nowadays, mm -hmm. but she's a she's a type of woman that supports people. Mm -hmm. And knowing that she had to go through that struggle, mm -hmm. knowing that she did at some point love a man that didn't respect or value whatever they had mm -hmm, mm -hmm. seeing their interactions when he did show up and how it, even on that level there was still that lack of respect it hurt. yeah yeah and i at that time when i saw that hurt i vowed that i wouldn't be that kind of man yeah 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 that i would yeah. try to show everybody that i interact with the same level of respect yeah. that they ought to be shown now mm -hmm. respect can be rescinded Mm -hmm. true can, you can do things and you can lose my respect mm -hmm. but from zero i'm going to show you that respect mm -hmm. and then go accordingly yeah yeah it's a um it's an image that i've seen on social media um where a an adult person is looking in the mirror and the reflection that they're seeing is their child version of them crying mm -hmm. with that symbolism um that 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 tells me you know that that you gotta really really work on healing your your childhood trauma and it's almost like looking at yourself into that mirror it's the kid in you still trying to find this way out if that mm -hmm. makes sense do you find yourself in those type of moments man where you 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 know you can kind of reflect and it's just like man you know like there's, there's still something in me. There's that childhood trauma that's still in me, man, that even at my age right now, I'm still working on. Have you fully 
kind of gotten past those, you know, kind of no, hard no. times, or you still just kind of no, find a way to cope? I've, I, I can never say I fully gotten past it. I've, mm-hmm. I've had conversations with myself. Is mm-hmm. that if that mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Well, I've had to reconcile yeah. with the fact that I did not have a healthy relationship with my father. That I did grow up in a household where my older brother was entangled with the wrong crowd for a lot of my youth. Wow. They ended up getting locked up at an early age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, me being the only male in the household, having to fulfill that role. Yeah. But I realized that those struggles and those 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 issues that I went through and me burying a lot of it down has gotten me far. Now I had to had to let all that stuff that I buried down mm-hmm. as a child, as an adolescent, mm-hmm. as a young man, I have to let those things out mm-hmm. and realize that as a man, as a black man, mm-hmm. we as we have to get away from that that thought process of just keeping it down there. Yeah. I've have a, I have people that I've worked with over the years where, you know, I've had contentious conversations where like they'll ask me, Who raised you? And I told her, I didn't my mom raised me. Mm-hmm. I raised myself mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the benefit of being raised by father figures as far as a father, uncle, mm-hmm. my uncles. Most of my uncles, same way they don't they didn't leave a healthy life live a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't have them to look up to. Uh, to seek guidance from so whenever I didn't seek guidance from my mom I had to seek find it in myself right. and learn from myself and through other people that I've interacted with but that 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 young man that's hurting is always going to be there I can't he can't ever go away because if he do it I wouldn't be me so I, I found a way to utilize that hurt and help guide me through this navigation that is my adult life that is my life in general mm-hmm. that way I don't project that hurt on other people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't use that hurt to validate myself mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. at the end yeah. of the day it's unhealthy right. yeah right. I hope um, what you're doing right now though is a good way to get some of that pain and alleviate someone Absolutely. by talking Absolutely. you know what i'm saying this is always Absolutely. good man you uh, know i'm glad you came on and talked today man because i hope that you feel some type of relief by just sharing what you share because you're going to help somebody man that's dealing with the same uh situation that you're dealing with but one thing i can say though man is, is what again your mother did a great job and you yeah, tell her we said shout out to mom man, to mom, she, man she because to yeah she did a great job with you man shout because if you hadn't never told me that your father was not in your life, I would have never known it. By the way, you're carrying yourself right now. So I would have never known that, man. So you've done a great job of just educating yourself and getting yourself understanding what a man's supposed to do and how a man's supposed to act. Now, I hope you change your mind about having children, man. We need another. We need some more kinfolk running around here, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might, it might, that, that opinion might change down the line. Yeah, I hope it do, man. Um, yeah. It's just, Currently, right now, where I'm at in my life, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not healthy enough to bring another life. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not even I'm even getting to that part. I'm not. I feel like I'm not healthy enough to jump to a relationship with another person mm-hmm. because I want to be able to bring the best that I can bring to a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, it can prosper. Mm-hmm. Because we, I feel like if you don't bring 
the best you, then this it's already on a shaky foundation. Yeah. If you can bring the best you and you can meet the right person, mm-hmm. they can bring some more best right. out of you. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Because when you hopefully when you meet somebody, you always want to meet somebody that's going to enhance you. Right. Make you better. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I believe, brother, where you are right now, you could help some woman be better. I'm just Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. What's up? What's up? What's up? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, guys. This is the baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives your radio show feeling with a podcast on the tone, the number one podcast voted by the Nashville scene in 2023. You know we're going for that trophy again in 2024. But right about now, if you follow our platform, you know we get into what is called the BMVT Black News Weekly segment, guys. We like to highlight different things that's going on in the city of Nashville that you can be a part of, different cultural-led events that you can be a part of. Man, let's check it out and see what we got. Shout out to our friends over at Create the Culture, man. They are doing their third annual Black History Month Expo, guys. Man, 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 you want to tap in? That'll be February the 24th. 2024 man from 12 to 5 p.m they're looking for vendors they are looking for vendors guys a family friend excuse me a family friendly event live dj giveaways a whole lot of networking you don't want to miss this event guys it will be at 1900 church street nashville tennessee 37203 for more information email create the culture at Create the culture events at gmail.com. Again, guys, that is the third annual Black History Month Expo. Man, you don't want to miss out, guys. A lot of black love, black fun, and black success all in one room. Saturday, the 24th of February from 12 to 5. That has been our BMVT Black News Weekly segment. If you know anybody that has events going on next year and they need those events shouted out on a platform that has been heard both nationally and internationally, hit me and my pops up, man. Check us out. Shoot us an email. Blackmanvent, the number two, at yahoo.com. Let's get back into today's episode. just throwing it out there man you know what i'm saying so don't give up on that man you know what i'm saying but you know and at the end of the day man we have to recognize too some of the things that your father dealt with is what we was talking about in the first half it's systematic man they set it up for him to be the way he was you know what i'm saying and he didn't have enough wherewithal to fight that you know what i'm saying and then you're talking about spiritual demons too you know, in the spirit world, demons are real if people don't understand that. So you deal with that from that aspect too. And if you never get that piece together, that's a whole nother fight. You know what I'm saying? So you talking about dealing with that, dealing with society, and then just dealing with just me and this black skin trying to figure it out. That's a lot on a man, especially us as black men. So a lot of times we fall through the crack, sadly, man. And we it's fall like, through like the crack, said, man. Though, it's, it's not to justify. No, no. And I'm not trying to justify his action. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a cause yeah. and a you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. 
a vibe and mm-hmm. then act in that in that manner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not to justify um, you know, the reason why he wasn't there, but it's not also to not say that those variables presented by the powers that be, mm-hmm. he didn't have to deal with them either. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I agree with that. I, I wanted to ask you, Don, man, just to kind of wrap up both the first and the second half. When you talk about, you know, the system, if you will, but then you talk about the black man. As a black man, how much of that is really on us? And I guess what I mean by that is we, we've we done over a number of years, I feel like enough blaming the other culture. Oh, man, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you yeah. look at yourself in the mirror, yeah. you got to ask yeah. yourself, man, what are you doing to not get the way you want Even though, and, and, I, and I ain't trying to jump in on his question, yeah. but you just hit me. Even though yeah. we know the powers that be are there, yeah. but we still got options and opportunities, yeah, 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 man. Right, right. That right. we sometimes just don't capitalize on, yeah. so it's a it's yeah. a little give and take, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So to answer your question, I, I feel like there's we are culpable for what we bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cannot, and, and this is 2023, mm-hmm. and I've had conversations with colleagues and coworkers who have a different mindset that believe that you know they hold that holds that uh, that hostility and that unhealthiness and negative nature mm-hmm. towards. When I say the powers of be, you know who I'm speaking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like 2023, we can't completely hold the powers that be it responsible 100%. That's we true. To, we have to be yeah. culpable for what we bring to the table. And right. I try to tell people that I said, we have a responsibility as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we do things that contribute to us shortfalling. And that's in conjunction with what is already in place mm-hmm. in, in general. Mm-hmm. We, we have to continue to put that effort in. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, be responsible for what we we are responsible for. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we know there's those roadblocks that are entrenched and systematic. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean we have to stop, or that doesn't mean that we get to just keep shouting at uh, the wall and say, "Well, it's their fault." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so, right, you know, right. Uh, that comes back to kind of similar what I'm saying about you know bringing my best self to a relationship. We got to bring our best selves mm-hmm. to 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 the everyday lives and mm-hmm. we, and we don't if we continue to keep pushing the blame not just on them but also on the next man mm-hmm. or the next black man or the next person of color mm-hmm. we ain't gonna get nowhere you don't like you like you said right. you know you see a lot of hispanic com- com- communities a mm-hmm. lot of uh arabic communities asian mm-hmm. communities uh thrive and stick mm-hmm. together that's because they're not sitting around blaming others yeah for yeah, whatever so circumstances they come through that's mm-hmm. so true I think, man from my view as a as a black person in america i've seen too many times in current day that we continue to blame you know this person that right. person mm-hmm. like i said i i can i can hold somebody accountable but realize that i still have to do my part right to mm-hmm. solve the problem yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can, both can be true you can hold somebody accountable mm-hmm. but you still have to do your part that's yeah. true yeah, I agree. This person yeah. can be wrong, or this system can be wrong, but mm-hmm. what am I doing to either break it, push mm-hmm. past it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or mm-hmm. progress myself? Mm-hmm. So, there's uh, it, it, to put it in numbers, is a 50, 50, 50 uh, responsibility. Yeah. You know, take two to tango. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Man, good episode, man. As we as we get ready to wrap up, yeah. man, uh, Don, we do got a closing question, but uh definitely for me and Pops, man, thank you. So yeah, man. Thank appreciate, you for sharing that story. Yes, yeah. thank you for sharing that story, man, because you know, and I and I, and, I, and you know what? And this one thing I appreciate you about too, man. I pre- I just it just hit me. Even though 
you had the struggles that you had growing up without a father and him being in and out your life, I still didn't hear you bad mouthing. Right. I didn't yeah. hear you bad mother yeah. not yeah. one time. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I wouldn't be here without him. Yeah, so, and that's the see, that's the piece I like, man. He didn't bad mouth that dude, even though he was yeah. whatever he did, well, yeah. he wasn't there. Yeah, he right, never right, said right. that yeah. low down, you know, yeah, never yeah, right, said right. none of that, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. I appreciate that, man, yeah. because that shows that you're making an effort to make change. And that's what we gotta do, man. We just gotta start where we at. You gotta start where you at and make the changes right there, man. So, man, like he said, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate the way you carried yourself today, man. And just know, man, that we are glad to have you as kin folks. Kin folks. Man, what is uh we love doing shout outs, man. What's yeah. mom's name? Brenda. Same full name? Hmm? Brenda Humphrey. Miss Brenda, Miss Brenda. Yeah, Miss yeah. Brenda. Cool. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Brenda. Yeah. We, we've heard a lot about you, obviously, just on the episode. Yes. Um, you know, we always show love to single mothers. Yes, know, without a doubt. Man. Yes. Um, it, it, it is a lot of good men that have been made from single mothers. That's right. That's right. And this um, is one right here. No doubt. Yeah. Shout, out to, <laughs> shout out to Miss Brenda for sure. Mm-hmm. As we get ready to wrap up, man, uh, close a question that we ask every guest. Uh, we put you in a situation down where there can be a young man that has heard your story. He also was fatherless, if, if you will, um, did not have a father active in his life. Um, dealing with the same situation you're dealing with, but he's dealing with some suicidal ideations, if you will. He needs three to five minutes of something from Dominique to encourage, motivate, and influence him that, hey, man, you, you don't need to take this route, man. If, if I was able to make it mm-hmm. and get through it, mm-hmm. then you can too. What would you be able to tell that young man or young lady? Uh, what would you be able to tell that person that is literally on the edge of the bridge about to jump and you could be the last person to help him get through? Um, just from personal experience, my, my advice would be to know that this is just a step. Mm-hmm. This is it's not the only step. Recognize that you have people within your life that you can rely on, mm-hmm. that you can reach out to, that you don't have to be alone in the struggle. It is, you know, with it being in a single parent household, mm-hmm. whether it's having troubles in school, connecting with people. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody is going to always find the best in you but there are those there mm-hmm. whether it's a parent a sibling yeah. a friend mm-hmm. an auntie a church member yes mm-hmm. find somebody yes mm-hmm. and just just be around them and, and exist around them and help find yourself and grow uh, I think for me a lot of my youth growing up as a son in a single parent household, I had to find myself, I had to find my likes and interests. And it, it's always helpful to have that person be, like I said, a parent or an uncle or a church member or mm-hmm. somebody that helps cultivate that. Yes. So yes, find that person in your life as you're progressing that will help cultivate you and build you up to be the person you are today because you can't do it alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you may, if you do feel alone, just look around you. There's somebody that you may not know, it, but they could be right there screaming in your face. There's somebody there that'll, that'll be there for you and help get you through this tumultuous period 
that you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be alone. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. uh, so that would be my biggest advice is just mm -hmm. you know, find that person that that helps co cultivate what you are and helps build upon that to where you can keep building and keep building, become stronger and become more confident mm -hmm. in your identity and yourself and, mm -hmm. and, and just surround yourself with people that has your best interest in heart. Yes, sir. I love it. Yes, sir. I love it, man. Yes, sir. Man. Yeah. Y'all, this yeah. is the last episode hey, of the year, and it was a good one. Man. Yeah, good, going good out with a out. with a good go bang, go man. Going out with my cousin, my newfound yeah. cousin, man. <laughs> and I just feel good about it because he's a great guy, man. And he's raised by a, a superwoman, man. That's and right. we just that just shows us that going into 2024 is going to be a super year because mm -hmm. we're in it dealing with a brother that was raised by a superwoman. That's it. I'm That's with it. it. I'm That's with it, it. man. <laughs> Love to see it, man. Yeah. Uh, Dom, do you do do you do social media at all? Um, I'm not too active. I have social media accounts, but I'm not too active on it. But mm -hmm. you know, if if it, we got to make you active, dog. So uh, you just yeah. let, let, let everybody know, man. <laughs> yeah. Your social. Uh, if you yeah. get ten new followers, it might have came from us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as social media, I do have a Facebook page. I'm in Tyrone Davis. Mm -hmm. uh, I do have a Twitter account, if you call it that. But like I said, I'm not too active on it, but. Mm -hmm. I am available if mm -hmm. anybody want to shoot me a friend request or a message or something. No doubt. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, just hit me up. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always available to talk. I'm, I'm, I can be a very sociable person. So yes. Mm -hmm. I always have something to talk about. I like engaging mm -hmm. and, and, and finding new experiences and, and finding new people. So No doubt. All right. All right. I love it, man. Yeah, and man. just, man, on a personal note, man, Dom, it's been some times, man, where we done been at work, man, and you just done seen me, man, with such a long face and just dealing with what you know I've been dealing with, man, and we done had our talks, man. So just for me to you, bro, on this mic, I appreciate you. Yeah. There's been some times, man, where I done came to the Renaissance, man, and been drying up tears or whatever from dealing with said situation, man. But uh, just appreciate you, man, for yeah, being man. a big brother. You know what I'm saying? Just always, always having I, something. I've, to I've always tried to be a resource. Yeah. You know? yeah. If, if anything, if I'm not good at anything, I try to at least be a resource for somebody that might need to just vent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. or just just speak or just to get a little hand on the show. It's like, hey man. Yes. I'm here. Yeah. So man, I appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. I appreciate you being there for my son, yeah. man. I appreciate that, brother. Cause yeah. you just said it. He said it. Everybody needs somebody. You can't do it by yourself. So, brother, if you out there, if you didn't hear nothing else on this podcast, here it is. Stop doing life by yourself. Okay, Don't try to do it by yourself. That's it. Yeah. Take that with you to the new year, man. Make sure mm -hmm. y'all tap in with us on this final episode of the year, guys. Yes, sir. Going to the new year, man. 2023 is right a wrap. Yeah. With a new episode. Mm -hmm. Make sure y'all tap in. But again, we want to thank Dominique Davis for joining our platform. I yes. appreciate your offer. Appreciate being on here. Yes, yes sir. Uh, yes, sir. Let's close out, man. 2023, it's been real. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can and you can't with what you can. Nashville, until next year, it's a wrap. Yeah. Black man, don't get trapped. Happy New Year. Nashville, that is the end of today's episode. Right now, we want to give special thanks to our sponsor and again, encourage others to help the Black Men Vent to podcast with our movement aiming to change the narrative of black men one episode at a time. Guys, we want to thank our one and only sponsor right now being Mr. Tony 
Jenkins, a part of the Fit Financial Group, a marketing group that truly, truly has helped our podcast reach higher heights. If you're listening to this right now, we need your help. Yes, we need your help. Email us at B-L-A-C-K-M-E-N-V-E-N-T-2, the number two, at yahoo.com, and we will provide you with a sponsorship package offering that we offer from Black Men Bit 2. There are different price ranges that come with different perks, different merch items, advertisement opportunities, and so much more. If you or anyone that you know of is willing to invest, partner, or sponsor the only Black Father and Son podcast in Nashville, Tennessee, reach out to us, guys. We really could use your help as we aim to change the narrative of Black men one episode at a time. We thank you guys for tuning in to the Black Men Vent 2 podcast. Peace.